This episode of Haunted AF is brought to you by Old Timey Crimey. Because we all love a good true crime podcast, but we're starting to hear the same stories over and over again. That's what's so cool about Old Timey Crimey. They feature crimes from the 1950s and earlier. Yeah, the good old days, so to speak, which apparently weren't so good after all. (laughs) No, of course not. Uh, So they're going to share stories that you've never heard before, like the tale of Mary Bateman, the Yorkshire witch, or about Linda Hazard, whose sanitarium became known as Starvation Heights due to the way she treated her patients. They also recently did a whole episode about the Victor Licata murder house. Remember we talked to the guy who lives in that place? God, that was so creepy. We love the host, Christy and Amber, too, because they're kind of like us. They love telling wild, haunting, true stories, but they like to have a little fun, too. Like, we could party with these ladies. Of course. In fact, Old Timey Crimey is going to feature historical paranormal stories throughout the month of October, gearing everyone up for Halloween. We need to have them on the podcast. Actually, Rebecca. Yeah. Christy from the Old Timey Crimey Podcast yes. has a scary story that she's going to share with us soon. But in the meantime, get your historical true crime fix on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Old Timey Crimey because true crime is better in black and white. You can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden, the green orb comes towards our truck, then it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up in just a little bit, we have more crying babies. More? More crying baby stories. I had no idea this was such a problem in America. Me neither. You know, I posted that video from Mark on Mm -hmm, TikTok, mm -hmm. and somebody sent a, it's just baby raccoons. So I looked it up, (laughs) and baby raccoons, they're like... They make these really, really sad little sounds, but they don't sound like a damn crying baby. It does not sound like a baby in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, so we have more of those stories. We also, we have an actual, an EVP from a paranormal investigator Ooh, crew. Yeah, like. out of Florida. That's pretty cool. And then a story about an exorcism. What? From the person who was actually exorcised. No! <laughs> yeah, that's all coming up. But first, we have to send out big love to all of our patrons. Um, we've got Brandy Gaten and Jennifer King Brandy. Remember, if you want more Haunted AF content, just go to patreon.com backslash Haunted AF. And also, Rebecca and I tape a Movie Minute podcast. This week, we're going to have reviews of the new James Bond movie, the new Venom, and then also that Sopranos prequel. Oh, yeah. That's so bad. I, I saw it yesterday. Oh, is it good? Lots to say. You're just going to have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm so mad now. But you can find that at juliesaysso.com. It's called The Movie Minute or really wherever you find podcasts. Okay, before I remind everybody about the Doll in the Hall challenge that we're doing with Haunted AF, we have to talk about the sweatshirt that you oh, have on today. Yay. One Haunted of our lovely Haunted AF sweatshirts, which you can get one right now at hauntedaf.com. Yeah, in fact, if you're wanting to get anything before Halloween, which would be a good time to wear your Haunted AF of gear, course, obviously. Absolutely. But now's the time to do it because it does take a 
little time to print it. Everything is printed when it's ordered. HauntedAF.com, go to the online store. I've been, I'm jealous because mine's been haunting me from the chair in my living room. Put that I, bitch on. I, it's not cold enough. I, I need know. it to be cold. I know. I've got all the AC turned on in the house right Smart. now just to justify I this. I love it. Uh, so yes, don't forget, we are still doing the Haunted AF Doll in the Hall Challenge video. We've gotten a few this week. They're pretty hilarious, including one from Jessica McTeer, and I think we've got some audio of that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's scary when you call out the Lord's name. Oh, yeah. We also, we just got one from this chick named uh, Thea. And mm-hmm. Thea was like laying on the floor filming her son. It's yeah. really cute. But the best part of her story is she said her cat was getting mad at her. Her cat could tell that she was like up to no good. So she yes. also sent pictures of her cat. And then he came over and bit her. Oh! So um, that's really funny. Uh, so we're actually going to share all of those on social media and in this companion blog at hauntedaf.com. Just look for episode nine, season six. I cannot believe we're already in episode nine. I know. We want you to scare your friends, your coworkers, your family members. Film it. Send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. There is a chance for you to win $200 worth of gear from wickedcatclothing.com. Definitely worth the shot. All right. You want to jump on into yeah, the stories? Yeah. Okay. This one comes from Rusty. The story took place about four years After my grandma had passed away, I worked the late shift and was driving home one morning from work. And uh, my eyes were real heavy, couldn't hardly keep them open. And uh, the last thing I remember was crossing this little low water bridge and then starting to go up a hill just past it. I had fallen asleep and uh, apparently I I drove quite a little bit, maybe 25, 30 yards. And um, all of a sudden I heard my grandma's voice say, Rusty, you better wake up. As soon as I heard that, picture of my grandma's face flashed in my mind and I opened my eyes immediately and sure enough I was just inches away from going off on the uh, left hand shoulder which was a good 10-15 foot drop. Uh, I would have been hitting several trees and probably rolled over and I really don't think I would have made it out of that situation but yeah my grandma's voice and her face woke me up told me I'd better wake up. I was about to crash, and that's my, my story. Gosh, thank you, Rusty. Oh, my goodness. We've gotten a couple of these stories mm-hmm. where they actually hear the voice. It just makes you wonder, like, are they always there? That's a good question. Like, even when you don't want them to be? <laughs> like, while you're yes. in the potty or <laughs> doing other sexy things? Other things, yeah. <laughs> that Granny would be horrified. No, I do not like the thought of my grandma <laughs> watching me in the act. <laughs> kind of kills it, or doesn't anybody it? else in my family for that matter why would you put that in our heads (laughs) granny's in the bathroom with you like lord what you eating what is wrong with you take a tums for god's sake light a match (laughs) our next story comes from jason and he says hello ladies i am a very big fan of your podcast and decided to share my story thanks jason my father passed away in 2008 and my mom passed away eight years prior So I had to clean out the family home. Oh, that's tough. I know. That's not easy. While I was going through my father's things, I came across his army dog tags. I thought it was a great piece of history. And since there were two of them, I planned to send one to my brother in Florida. So I put them aside and continued cleaning out my father's things. When I was done, I went back to the bedroom for the dog tags and they were nowhere to be found. Mm. I looked everywhere and even opened boxes I had sealed to see if they fell in, but no luck. I was pretty bummed, so I decided to wrap it up for the day and I was walking through the house to make sure all the lights were off. That's when I checked the living room. There they were. The dog tags were hanging off the corner of one of the boxes and they were swinging like someone had just put them there. 
Now, I know I left them in the bedroom. So I said out loud, thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. Love you. I hope this story makes the cut. Love your podcast. Thanks, Jason Burke. Jason. That is the sweetest. Oh, that's so sweet. I want to see the dog tags. So do I. Okay, so this next one comes from Megan. Hi, girls. Want to start off by saying I love your podcast. Thank you. Recently, though, I've noticed a few unusual things and feel like I need to take a break from listening. We (laughs) hear this too much. A lot. (laughs) Just last week, I was having a hard time sleeping and I felt uneasy with my surroundings. Mm. Then, while I was in bed alone, I swear I felt drops of water splash onto my back. It was like someone had a wet hand and flicked their fingers on my back. Yeah. Of course, when I felt my back, it was dry and there wasn't any water anywhere. A few nights later, while watching TV with the family, our ring notification went off and we heard the doorbell ring. I thought it was weird that someone would be at our door at 1030 at night, but when my husband opened the door, no one was there. I opened the ring app to see if an animal had triggered it, but the section of the video was black. So it went from viewing my porch to a completely black screen then back to viewing my porch again yeah of course my husband is a skeptic and chalked it up to a glitch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they all do then last night after lying down in bed i very clearly heard the bathroom door close now i was already closed when i went to bed Mm. i think it's time to do some saging which i've never done before so any tips would be appreciated actually we will repost i think it's the spruce.com has a really great saging guide if you want to try Mm -hmm. that out black tourmaline works too because i've been told that apparently there's a a shortage of sage right now. Is there really? Yeah, which is strange Why? to me because everybody's saging their shit. <laughs> I thought there was a shortage was just on toilet paper again. I didn't know that, like, it was on the sage no, too. No, on the sage too. Goodness gracious. People wiping their butts with sage. <laughs> That's like what I thought. <laughs> no. No. Why would my brain go there? I don't know. There's not even a shortage on toilet paper. <laughs> no, there is. Costco's limiting it again. Really? Yes. That makes it, me really sad. Y'all, toilet paper going to be like gold or cigarettes <laughs> in prison. We're going to be like trading it for other things. Or you you've just back, wait. Back to wiping our butts with corn cobs. <laughs> Sorry, this one, my dad told me a story one time about having to wipe with corn cobs. I know, I've never recovered from that mental image. That's painful. Hey, God, there's a part two to this story, so keep going. (laughs) Okay, part two. Here we go. About two weeks ago, I was on vacation in Maui. Good for you. I know, let it out. Yeah, (laughs) hot girl summer, baby. My daughter and I found some pretty coral and shells that we were planning to bring home, but I told her we needed to be careful of Pele's curse. (laughs) See, I thought Pele's curse was connected only to lava rock and figured it would be harmless to bring home the coral and shells while we were still in maui though i had a dream with a very clear vision of what would happen if we brought them to the mainland i saw my daughter turning into a drug addict my niece becoming possessed my relationship with my sister ending and more i knew in my dream it was a warning from pele and giving me a preview of what would happen when i woke up i googled pele's curse and found out it's related to all things in hawaii whoa needless to say we returned the coral and the shells that very day i did not want them in the hotel room or anywhere with us anymore thanks girls and keep up the great work megan we'll be right back bloody fm presents hometown ghost stories a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles bridges to asylums wandering spirits to demons Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. 
Now, we don't usually share stories about dreams, but this freaked me out. I took my mom to Maui for her 60th birthday. Oh, no. And right across from our hotel room Uh was like some sort of laundry room or something. But the sign on the door said rubbish. And mom and I laughed about it every night. (sighs) So our last night there, we got really drunk and we stole the sign (laughs) off and I brought it home with me. No, you didn't. I did. So my mother that year fell ill with pulmonary hypertension and she passed away three years later. So I got really freaked out when I read this email and I Googled what from Pele's curse, apparently just natural stuff. It didn't say anything like anything that you take from Hawaii. Signs, doors, sheets, towels from your hotel room. I I had that moment where I like went white. I was like, oh shit, is this my fault? Well, they'll have it. Yeah. It's in a box somewhere around here. Dude. Cursing the hell out of me. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Listen, all the things that happen in your house is because of this stupid sign. It's because of this sign it could be well to be fair though in the three years before my mom passed away she did find the love of her life and get married and had her happiest days it was bad luck and good luck at the same time yeah I need to find that sign I need to find the rubbish (laughs) sign you do it's in a box in the attic somewhere (laughs) it's like that scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark Mm -hmm. where it's like burning a hole oh my god the box is just ruining (laughs) my life glowing at night so this next story is from do you remember a couple weeks ago when we had the story about the singing orbs out of Bangladesh. Yes. So that's Nahid and he sent us another story. Hello, Julia. Hello, Rebecca. And uh, hello to everyone who's listening. So the house we live in, I moved in this house in 2005. So what happened is that suddenly I started to to have a nightmare almost every day that a woman is dragging me by my hand and she's dragging me to a forest nearby. She kept dragging me. I wasn't keen on going with her. And one thing also that she looked scared also. It looked like that she was also running away from something or someone. The same dream uh, over and over again. I told my mom about it and um, at first she obviously <laughs> ignored it. And then I got sick. It was fever. You know, I wasn't getting any better. The doctor said that it was a normal flu. But uh, it was weeks and I wasn't getting any better. And one day, my mom, uh, it was summer and all the windows were open. And she saw someone standing right behind the window. So my mom went to see if someone was there. There were nobody. And as soon as, as she did that, she heard knockings from all over the place simultaneously. And the next morning, there were hairs, human hairs all over the place outside of the house it was kind of a mess after that my mom was like screw this i'm getting paranormal help so she contacted uh imam from the local mosque he came by our house just examined me he said that look there's no sugar cutting it uh, everything that's been happening in this house is not normal and the sickness of your son is normal and uh, he is going to die if we don't do anything so he said that he's going to purify the house. So yes, uh, the day of purification and whatever happened. But here's the interesting part. I don't have any memory of the purification thing happening. So this part, I, I heard it from my mom. While the purification thing was happening, while the imam was reading from all the scriptures, there were poundings from all the doors, from all the windows at the same time. Like there were people trying to get inside. The whole house was shaking. She said that someone was running on the roof from one side of another. And I turned into the kid from the exorcist for some reason. 
the imam said to my mom don't go near him so you know what i did was that i scratched myself to the point where i started to bleed and uh, there are actually scars all over my body there are just four parallel lines it looks like that someone just opened me up with a blade or something the imam he left uh, after the purification he said that look there are people buried right underneath this house so here's the part that hmm, in 1971 uh, the liberation war happened where we parted from pakistan and made into bangladesh so you know my best guess is that those people were killed here and then they just buried them right underneath this place and uh, the woman from my dream my guess is that she lost her son and in conclusion yes we are still living in this house and uh, it's been 16 years and i don't know what to tell you why we never moved but minor things still happen you know footsteps you hear footsteps uh, stuffs moves moves around people laughing even yesterday my mother just asked me in the morning that why why are you laughing three in the morning and i was like i wasn't laughing and she was like oh, okay yeah they are at it again <laughs> so yes uh, we got kind of used to it i just hope that they are in a good place uh, a lot of bad things happen to a lot of things and people which they did not deserve so yes that that was my story oh my goodness nahi thank you so much Ooh. i need to see a picture of this house same i and need to know how much hair i just picture it being like the whole house line right like inside outside like around the baseboards of hair it's like when my daughter cleans out her brush <laughs> or the shower oh <laughs> Oh. Have you ever done that? I always make my husband do it because it makes me throw up. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> yes. Thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> Uh, our next story comes from Joe. Hello, ladies. First of all, I love your show. I've been a listener since season one. Thank you, Joe. Yes, we'd love to hear that. I especially love the different Dead Pet of the Week theme songs. I can't wait to hear new versions listeners come up with. Hold up. We haven't gotten a single no. Dead Pet of the Week theme song this uh, season. No, we need one. Get on that. Pretty Absolutely. please. Thank you. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. I'm a part of a paranormal research team in South Florida called War Party Paranormal. That's a great name. No kidding. We're we're a nonprofit and help people having paranormal issues throughout Florida, sometimes even outside of Florida. We also hold monthly public events at historic locations like the Gold Coast Railroad Museum, which sits on the site of a former U.S. naval base that was destroyed by a fire in the early 1940s. We went out there for a private overnight investigation and had free reign of the massive property. We were joined by Aaron Egnatz, a paranormal investigator for hauntings around America, who helped me check out an old mechanics room. We started in an EVP set and soon after felt like we were being touched by an unseen entity. Erin told me she was getting felt up from her ankle all the way up her leg. Like, all the way up her leg. That's not good. Don't no. go there. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Mm-mm. I told whatever was in there that it could not touch her. And shortly after, I felt a hard poke in the center of my back and a push. <laughs> I'm sending you one of the EVPs. Oh, my God. We captured <laughs> at this time. We captured several other things during the session, but none are as clear and direct as this one. Let me know what you think. Joe Torino, paranormal investigator, war party paranormal. Okay, so when you listen to this, you hear Joe asking questions, and then you hear this thing that says, hey, I poked him. So listen for that. So that is not Joe, and he's only in there with a woman. Just listen. Okay. Were you in the Navy? I mean, touched in my background. I poked. Is that you poking me? 
the hay is like a whisper. Yeah. And then the I poked him as clear as day. I'm sorry, I was talking. So I'm going to shut the <laughs> hell up. I'm going to play it again and I'll try to be quiet this time. <laughs> I get all excited. I'm like, oh, oh no, no, my God. Okay, so here we go. We're in the Navy. I'm going to touch my back right now. I poked. Is that you poking me? I swear, EVP scared the shit out of me. But I tell you, this one, it's like, it's so clear. I almost need to see the video. So you can see everybody sitting there not talking. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the voice. Thank you for that, Joe. Um, Hello, ladies. The recent crying baby story. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Triggered a memory I'd forgotten about. Several years ago, I was visiting a friend in Ohio. The first night I was there, I suddenly woke up in the middle of the night and heard a baby crying. Mm. My friend was pregnant at the time, but there was no one else in the house but she and I. It sounded like it was coming from outside the house, but she lived in a rural setting with no other houses in the immediate vicinity. Just lots of open space. So I stepped outside but couldn't hear the baby crying anymore. I went back in, and there it was again. It creeped me out massively, and I had a hard time getting back to sleep. The next morning, over breakfast, I asked my friend about the crying baby. She looked at me over her coffee mug and said, okay, you heard it too. I didn't want to say anything, but I've been hearing it periodically for the last couple of months. It doesn't happen every night, sometimes not for a week, but I can't figure out what it is. I thought I was going crazy, but if you heard it too, then I guess it's just a ghost baby. (laughs) That's all. And that was enough for her peace of mind. That's not enough for my peace of mind. No. Thanks for all the fun, creepy stories, Chris Bud. So something like that, I am more inclined to think that it's an animal or Mm -hmm. something, because if they're outside in the middle of nowhere, kind of. And especially if it's happening over and over again, uh, someone keeps insisting frogs. Really? Yeah, which when I listen back to Mark's crying baby, I'm like, that is a crying it's a baby. baby. I've heard the raccoons. I would say the rabbits. Yeah. It just sounds like a baby It does. Me. It sounds like a baby. Um, Speaking of babies crying, and I cannot name names here, but I have had two different people reach out to me and tell me that since they've heard Mark's original audio of the crying baby, that they are now hearing no! crying babies. No! Oh my yes. gosh. Neither <laughs> Nobody wants to come on the podcast and talk about it. <laughs> they just want to let me know that they've got crying babies now, and I'm like, what is happening? Haunted A giving you crying babies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this next story comes from Presley. Hey ladies, my name is Presley. I live in Oklahoma. I am married and we have five kids. So my 10-year-old son and I were both super into paranormal everything, obsessed with everything, love ghost hunting, scary movies, all of it. So my seven-year-old daughter, she was born on Halloween and Mm, all the doctors and nurses tried to talk me out of going into labor on Halloween. Um, But I wanted a Halloween baby. So when she was six days old, I had a co-sleeper that hooked up to the bed. One side is open to the bed, and then the other sides have the tall sides on them. So a six-day-old obviously can't get up, can't roll over, can't do anything. They're basically just stuck there. And it was in the middle of the night. I was asleep. I woke up to check on her, make sure she was okay. And she was not in her bassinet. I kept feeling around that she was nowhere in my bed, and I was thinking, like, where is my kid? Anyway, so I got the flashlight, turned it on, and she was face down across the room on a pillow in the floor, just dead asleep. It was so freaky. 
I can't explain it. All I know is that the house that we lived in at the time was so haunted. Lots of stuff happened to me in that house, you know, like glass breaking outside the bedroom door, but nothing's there. Dishes coming off the kitchen counter and landing like 10 foot away. Just crazy stuff. We moved out of that house, but if you guys are interested in hearing more of those stories, Mm -hmm. I'll send them in, but... I had heard so many of the stories about ghosts moving children, I thought I would send mine in because it really freaked me out for a while. So thank you. That's one that you just can't explain. And we've had multiples now. They're just little potatoes at that point. And especially the fact that it's face down. I know. And on a pillow. Yeah, that's so dangerous when they're little. I mean, that can be fatal. I have more questions because I'm like, there's no way that it could have been one of her other kids. I'm sure she asked. Because then you got to be like, don't touch the baby. Don't get the baby out and don't leave the baby face down on a pillow for god's sake oh that's scary and before we go i had to share the story because i've plugged it two weeks in a row and i keep forgetting (laughs) to add it so um this is bianca's story she says my roommate and i moved into an old house three years ago i love this house but i know it's haunted my bathroom in particular Mm -hmm. i have a huge bathroom and it has lots of cabinets one in particular is always opening on its own every time i sit down to use the bathroom i see the damn cabinet is open so i close it again When she wrote back, she said, this is a cabinet that's close to the ceiling. So it's one of the high up ones. One morning I woke up before the sun came out and I went to the bathroom. Sure enough, the cabinet was open. Mm. I shut it and brushed my teeth. When I was done, I turned off the lights and left the bathroom. And I noticed I left my phone in there. So I stepped back in and didn't turn on the lights. I don't know what possessed me to stand there for a couple of seconds in the dark. But I was standing right under the cabinet that I had just closed. No! And then I heard the cabinet open very softly (gasps) and very slowly. And I booked it out of there. (laughs) Yeah, you did! Oh my god! Thank you, Bianca. I'm sorry it took me three weeks to read your damn story. Oh, that was such a good one too. Why on earth would you stay in there? I I, don't, I would do the same thing. I, know, I, would I probably do would. It. I know I would. Uh, okay, y'all. Remember, send us all your scary stuff. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Written, recorded, audio, video. We want it all. And please include your doll in the hall videos too, because you could win two hundred dollars worth of goodies from WickedCatClothing.com. Yeah, and keep in mind, our season finale is going to be on October 28th. So we only have four weeks left. Oh, it's coming to an end already. Already. So get those stories to us. And uh, coming up next week, we got photos from a haunted house. This really creepy ass house. Okay. It's been turned into an Airbnb. Stop. (laughs) Of course it has. Of course it has. And we're going to talk to Christy from the Old Timey Crimey Podcast. Who has, she lives in a haunted house that's actually connected to a horrifying true crime story Uh -uh. that happened on Halloween night. And it's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 